Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. We are delighted to be in the studio today with friends from Scotland. And as we've done in the past, we like to get with artists, talk about their music and the stories behind them. We're going to do that today with our good friends, brothers and sisters, husband and wife from Scotland. That is the person of David and Yvonne Lyon. TSC Music with David and Yvonne. Guys, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So <laughs> glad to have you. You were with us a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, 2010. 2010, about two years ago. Wow. Almost three years ago. I know. Yeah. Time flies. <laughs> it was too fast. Yeah. And, uh, and you're doing some incredible things now, some new things. Uh, we're going to talk about what you've done because you've stepped out of your livelihood in a sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's David. And Yvonne, of course, still writing. Still writing. Still yeah, singing still and playing. Still recording and, and loving it. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Now, what brings yeah. you to New York in 2013? Well, we're on our way to Toronto. Um, so we thought, you know, we can't, you know, not come to New York on the way. Um, we were given funding to come as part of a collaboration that we're involved with called mm-hmm. Kilmarnock Edition. And that grew out of a competition that we um, we co-wrote a song and entered it for this competition back in 2009 called Burns Song, um, which is in the spirit of Robert Burns to try and promote creativity in Scotland. Uh-huh. Um, so any anyone who writes poetry or songs or anything, and it's completely open um, to anyone. So we entered this, thought they were looking for songs of hope and optimism. And if you're from the west of Scotland, there's not a lot of hope and optimism <laughs> around. So we thought, well, we'll try. And um, our song, All Is Not Lost, was picked. And so um, we were part of that. And uh, yeah, we went to be part of this group of people who um, were writing together in a songhouse. From that, we were then um, given funding to record an album together as a group of people. And now we're on our way to Toronto to the Folk Alliance to be Folk part Alliance. of that, which is a big showcase for folk music for all over the world. Right, right. And um, I think it's going to be a bit crazy, but we're looking forward to it. <laughs> so, yeah, so awesome. long awesome. story, but that's that's where we're at. Now, I've been throughout Europe 
Uh, and I've obviously been in Scotland. Um, and, and Greenock. Uh, I loved it. Not, not just Scotland, but Greenock. Yeah, Greenock, no, no, no doubt. <laughs> uh, and I had a wonderful time. And uh, as it is when we travel, I love to go into places and hear cultural music. Mm. Uh, a lot of times you go to Europe and you hear the influence of the West, you know, Canada, U.S., of course, and some of the other countries, Australia. Mm. And you go into the church circle and it's always what we're doing here in a sense yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I'm always looking for music that's indigenous to the culture and it's so hard to find you guys have been pursuing the same thing and kind of if you will uh, putting Scotland on the scene or the cultural music at least on the scene tell me about that well we've been trying to um, and there are so many creative people all over the world so it's you know, it's, it's obvious why some people want to sing. You know, in churches, some people want to sing songs from Australia or or America. But what what we felt was, in a lot of Scottish churches, we didn't really have our own voice in certain right. things. So we'd maybe take songs from Hillsong or songs from Bethel or other places in between Worship Central in London. But there was a lack of a, our own expression. So we, we were able to work together with some other Scottish songwriters, some worship writers. And just sense, you know, what is it? What is our expression like? You know, mm-hmm. is it? So some of it's maybe sort of folk. Some of it's maybe a different vibe musically. But in terms of the heart, you know, of, of what was happening, right. um, just trying to explore what that would be for for our neighbourhood, if you like, in our our cities, um, in our country. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a process. You know, you don't you don't just get it all within a few months. You know, but it's maybe like a step sure. in the right direction and. Just working together with people is such a healthy mm-hmm. thing, as well. Rather than just saying, "Right, this is this is my corner, yeah. and I do my thing, and you guys aren't welcome here." You know, right, it's, right. we got to be, I think, able to be, um, you know, big-hearted enough to allow other people into our our vision and into our space, and yeah. they bring what they bring, and hopefully, the whole thing becomes better because of that. Beautiful. I think we also found that there was a kind of a real culture of almost worshiping the worship leader. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and that the culture of that rather than what about the writers? You know, what about these people who are writing songs but never actually get their songs sung in church right. or used in church because they're not a worship leader. Exactly. So there was a sense in which we felt there were people who were writing songs but didn't have a channel to um to put that out. Um mm. so I think that was an important part of it too. Um And just just to gather in community. You know, I think yeah. sometimes there's there's something really healthy and positive about that. Um and we can carry each other through the times that aren't aren't so good, you know, because as you guys know, it's a creative process and yes. sometimes you feel great and other times you feel lonely and you feel like it's it's not really worthwhile pursuing. Um, and I think what has then happened as we've done some of these things, you know, other people have heard the songs in different parts of the world and, you know, maybe put them in songbooks or played them in radio or, or whatever, you know, and it's just, it just helps to... Yeah. To awesome. encourage you know, out of the three years we've been doing this podcast, because I'm, I'm ready to jump out of my seat right now, <laughs> because out of the three years we've been doing this podcast, you are the first guest who have shared this thought. We've really? been saying it oh, really? uh, wow. to many different artists around the country, you know, from different parts of the country and mm-hmm. and, and from other countries. We had a couple from, from, from others, uh, from Ireland and a few other places, but mm-hmm. you are the first guest who have actually shared this heart. Uh, so I think we're going to be doing something together. I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> outside of this podcast, but I want to come back to that. Sure. Let, let's talk because you didn't, you weren't 
you didn't come out of the womb playing guitar or whatever it is that you play. So let, let's talk about where you guys are from, how you met, family dynamic. Oh my goodness. Let's, let's where start, do you start? with that. <laughs> how long have you got? <laughs> where, where, now, what part of Scotland exactly? So about 15 miles west of Glasgow. Okay. I grew up in the country. Um, I grew up in a very special place called Quarriers Village, which is actually Quarriers Homes. It was an orphan homes of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Very long story. My mum was brought up there as a, as a child. Um, she was abandoned as a baby, actually, and left there. She um, did really well there. She moved to Glasgow. She met my dad. They went back to work there as house parents to look after more children. And so we all grew up there with, you know, about 16 kids in the house. Um, Music all around us. Went to church every Sunday. My folks played. My my dad played the organ. My mum sang in the choir. Um, I was surrounded by music. Sent to piano lessons when I was five. I used to sit and play all the time and Mm -hmm. had the you know, the letters etched on the keys. And <laughs> I think the first tune I ever picked up was Lavender's Blue Dilly Dilly, that little tune, and played that. And then mum sent me to piano lessons. And um, yeah, just absolutely hated it at times. Um, I think the first time I really enjoyed playing the piano was when I picked up the Mission Praise book that we had for uh-huh. our youth fellowship and could actually start playing some of those songs. Wow. And then started playing for our youth fellowship and oh, it's like, oh, I've got an outlet for this. It's not just playing Mozart or Beethoven, yeah, and yeah. which I loved, but, you know, um, but making up music. I was always making up tunes and um, things at the piano. So I think that was that was the part of me that was um, took a while to find um, an avenue for because... Mm-hmm. You know, when you're you're going to piano lessons, you're um, through school. There wasn't necessarily um, a place for that creativity. Right. It wasn't encouraged <laughs> too much, um, and so I ended up with an English literature degree. <laughs> <laughs> I took two years of music as part of that, uh, and then um, did my did my post grad in teacher training for music. Taught music for three years, wow. and then gave it up to become a singer-songwriter full-time. So, so I think I've done that quite learn. quickly. I usually take forever to explain that whole story. No, that was but, great. Um, yeah, and uh, we met through music as well. So yep. so your literature, literature degree and your music kind of came together, yeah, obviously. I, I mean, mean they help each other. Sometimes you think, other. oh, well, I've taken such a strange road, but actually when I look back on it, it's yeah, perfect. It's, absolutely. it's the perfect mm-hmm. marriage perfect of, match. you know, lyrics and music together. And, okay. Yeah. And then you <laughs> met this guy. I'm surprised you managed to answer that question with the words perfect marriage in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice segue into yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, well, we met um, we met a while back uh, through, as everyone said, through some friends who were involved in different bands, like Christian bands, and then we started dating in 2000. Mm-hmm. Got married 2003, so three almost, years, almost huh? ten years. Yeah, so dated three years. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Wasn't that long? <laughs> yeah, so like my like wife and I dated four and a half years before really? we married. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we had so much in common, and, and I guess we, um, you know, still get things we we agree and disagree on. <laughs> um, I'm just waiting for you to say no, we don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my lips but, um, are sealed. But yeah, so it, it's great just to be able to have somebody who understands. Um, you know, so many of the things are important. Right, right. Um, now you didn't know her all your life, or were you just a child, no, childhood. No, we only just no, no. We only just met, I guess. Okay. And yeah. so, you were born in what a part of Scotland? Yeah, I was. I was born in Greenock. So the Greenock, yeah, yeah, so the the town you visited with Absolutely. so many other folk from TSE back in two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was born there, um, grew up there, and still live there. So. It's a beautiful part of the west coast of Scotland mm-hmm. when it's dry. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, um, we I guess we had a similar upbringing. Um, grew up in the church as well. Used to be involved in a lot of music in mm-hmm. church. 
Um, I'm very grateful for that. Um, and like Yvonne, it, it sort of started to come alive when I realised I could you know, play some worship songs on the piano and I didn't need to play classical stuff. Um, so our our journeys, if you like, were maybe quite similar, Parallels. but maybe yeah. about mm. 15 miles apart and we yeah, never we knew never each other's families. Probably just as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, we, we understand when you realised this is what you wanted to do. When, when did you realise it? Well, I guess for... I mean, I, I sort of left school and went straight to a day job in a bank. Um, mm. And I was there for almost 20 years, wow. which, which I know I don't look old enough. Um, <laughs> but yeah, music's always been my passion. And it's always been a thing where I've tried to do as much music as I can with my, my spare time, whether it's writing or recording or being involved in projects. Um, and as Yvonne's business has grown, um, a lot of the business side of that, the sort of admin and the management mm. side of stuff, I've been doing a load of that as well as trying to do the creative stuff like the shows and right. also the, the day job and uh, one thing led to another and eventually something sort of just had to had to give. So we felt that a number of doors were opening up with music and with worship and with other things. Um, so in November 2011, I jumped. <laughs> and then you left your day job? I left the day job, yes. Yeah, so we've been very fortunate. Um, one, wow. of the, one of the songs that was been sung on Sunday morning when we were here mm-hmm. was just talking about awesome provider, you know, and right. very, very blessed and very grateful at how many doors God's opened up since that time mm-hmm. because it is a bit of a step into an unknown. You don't really know what's on sure. the other side of that Absolutely. that bridge until you try across it. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, so the last year and a bit has been very exciting. I've been able to do a bit of my own music a bit more of Yvonne's music, um, working for other artists and sort of co-productions or whatever. So it's been varied and uh, a very different dynamic to, yeah, to yeah. working in a bank, you know. Well, also, I mean, isn't it, is it, you can testify to this because I'm just hearing it. I mean, when you surrender the gift and talent to the Lord 100%, and uh, like you said, you, 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 you have to step out in sometimes in some areas where, you don't see the landing. You don't see the footing. You know, and that's really what faith is. It's, you know, the, the ability to step out on something and, and mm. see nothing there. Mm. It's yeah. really being able to trust God to leave your day job, support your wife's ministry in a sense, right? right? Yeah. yeah. And then watch God blow that up in a sense. And now you're able to do things yeah. that perhaps you were not able to do before for min- in ministry. Yeah. And I guess hand on heart, you know, a big chunk of my, my you know, last 10, 15 years, I probably thought, well, at some point something will happen right. and it'll be obvious that that's the, the time to jump. Yeah. And then the more I thought about how God works, it's, mm-hmm. it's sometimes as we do what we can do, then God opens doors. You know, if we just sit there and go, okay, God, you do your thing. Right, and right. That's like, okay, <laughs> where's your trust? Where, yeah. Where's your faith? And so as as we have taken steps, hopefully in the right direction, um, we have seen doors open that we, we didn't expect to open. Mm-hmm. Um, so some things are quite uncertain, so that's a bit of a change in the dynamic, mm-hmm. um, because some things you think are booked in for, you know, a couple of months down the line, and then right, right. then they change, and you think, okay, God, I, I don't know what's happening next. But I think it's interesting because dep- I suppose depending on your personality, sometimes, like for me, I'm quite an adventurous person, and I've always kind of lived that way. But you've say live that way but I wouldn't say I've always surrendered but I've I've always been open to that and mm-hmm. quite I can I can do that quite easily but for you that was a big big thing because you're a much more cautious person and you, you've always considered things you know 
Um, whereas I, c- I can just jump, you know, right. just go for it. So it was, it was a massive thing for you to do. And I, I suppose I saw it over a couple of years thinking, I think I know that this is going to happen, but I can't make this happen. I can't make you make that decision. I right. can't force you to make that decision. It needs to be something that you come to yourself. And, and I think sometimes, you know, we, we talk about faith and we talk about trusting God, but, you know, God gives us a brain for a reason as well, you know, so we, yeah. it's completely honouring to God to think sure. things through. Mm. You know, so I thought it's it's like jumping off some... Yeah, well, Scripture says uh, what, what, uh, you know, a man who builds a house and doesn't yeah. count the cost, I mean, he's a yeah. fool, so, yeah. you know, but it really is how God designed us so mm-hmm. very differently, male, female, you know, we're planners and thinkers and, you know, we're strategizing to, for lack of a better <laughs> yeah. term, but that's really what it comes down yeah. to. And yeah. the other part is oftentimes a little more free and you, you seem like the more free spirited one. Then yep. let's just go for this and, uh, yep. and believe, you know, yeah. it doesn't mean your faith matter. is, is li- any less stronger, but <laughs> no, uh, it's just different. how we're wired, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. which is a great combination it doesn't always <laughs> doesn't always match up exactly the same time. But right, it's, right. It's but great. you're always happy in the end. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're finding. I mean, yeah, the more you just um, step out of your comfort zone as well. Right. I mean, I think you have to constantly. Um, yeah, if you're if you find yourself in that comfortable place where everything's easy again, you you, you lose a sense of your reliance on God oh, you, and your relationship with God yeah, because you're yeah. not. You're not necessarily in that place where you're learning or moving, or you're just mm-hmm. kind of static. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think creatively as well, I think that's you have to to kind of keep keep moving all the time and keep changing and keep um, finding what it is that you know. If God wants to to say something through you or um, through the music or whatever, then you need to be in those places and experiencing that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, now you both play piano, mm-hmm. yeah, guitar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both. Yeah. It's extremely talented. Well, <laughs> pianos are first. Yeah, I, I mean, it, most of the shows we do, it's, we probably just perform as an acoustic two-piece. So uh-huh. yeah. either two acoustic guitars or one of us will play keys. Right. Um, normally, and Yvonne would sing and I would sing backing vocals, you know. So the accordion makes yeah, feature. Sometimes a small yep. two-octave accordion, which uh-huh. just for some, some folk elements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that won't offend all your listeners. Oh, please. <laughs> we, we've, we're finding that the, this listenership is pretty pretty broad. And we want to keep the program that way, too. So yeah. it's pretty. Yeah. that's why it's very important that, that uh, we have people like yourself here yeah. and share with you here. Let's go to a song from one of your projects. Um, we've got three here, but you've got... Probably three previous ones, am I right? Um, I may never go altogether. <laughs> Maybe more. I don't do numbers. <laughs> um, but good stuff, nonetheless. Really good stuff. And oh, I love thanks. what I'm hearing on the last three that you sent us because, oh. again, it, it did capture some of the uh, indigenous uh, sound uh, from Scotland. Let's go to this track <laughs> <laughs> with David and Yvonne.
shining like the stars in heaven, faithful you are, faithful. There will be no separation, faithful you are. Your love does not let go. That was Faithful, and that was from David's project. Now, what moved you? Did you write that song, by the way? Yeah, I wrote that song. Um, basically, my new album, I, I sing some of the vocals, but Yvonne sings mm-hmm. some of the tracks. So so that was a song I'd written, and Yvonne sang it for me on the album because she just made it sound so much better than I could. <laughs> but I guess some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier about God's God's provision. Yes. Um, and I think sometimes, as a, as a guy who, who likes to try and write worship songs, sometimes... We're trying to think what is new, what, you know, what what do we need to say, what what's not been said, mm-hmm. and I just felt a real sense with this new album that much of what I was just to, to write about was just focusing on God's love and the heart. You know, we're never meant to grow out and grow away from that love. Absolutely. You know, if we if we think we've got that sus, then we've not really understood it. You know, mm-hmm. um, so thinking about the faithful heart of God. Um, his certainty throughout our lives, throughout generations. Um, that song that we sang here on Sunday morning, Great Is Thy Faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We had some friends last year who were going through a really horrible time. And just that that sentiment of strength for today, bright hope for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what that looks like for everybody's life, but I've, I've got to believe in God's faithfulness and God's loving kindness. Um so that that was a load of the stuff we were travelling last year as I was writing the album, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that it's it's not conditional on on what we do. You know, I, I, sure. I mess up so many times, I get it wrong. You can ask Evelyn if you want to, <laughs> if you want confirmation on that. But and also the the light of eternity. You know, God's mm-hmm. God's light that just reaches to our humanity. Um, to me, it was just a really powerful image. You know, yeah. so that's, so that's great. Really I love the idea of writing and trying to say what hasn't been said. You, do you ever feel like when you're listening to other music that, you know, after 15, 20 songs, it's all starting to sound the oh, same? Yeah. I don't know if you get yeah. that saturated oh, yes. in Scotland, but here <laughs> yeah. in America, yeah. it, we are just inundated yeah. with yeah. with music mm-hmm. and all kinds and all mm-hmm. styles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and though God never changes and therefore the message doesn't change. Mm. 
there you, you do want something different. You mm-hmm. do want to be able to say something. You you feel it in the air. You hear it, and if it mm-hmm. but if nobody can seem to put it in the words yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really is personal. It, yeah. it really is something that you are experiencing uh, at the moment uh, yeah. that uh, can only be said by you. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think a lot of these things are all very subjective. Right. You know, so. Um, but I guess as a as a worship songwriter, if I'm trying to write what I write from scripture mm-hmm. and base it, right. you know, have it solid, have it theologically Absolutely. correct, you know, nobody can really fault that. They might say that that's not really my thing, mm-hmm. but you know, at least if we're trying to reveal more of the heart of God or right. or talk about the love of God in a in a different in a fresh way, for some people that might just shine a light on something that they've not not seen before. Sure. Um, sure. But I think often the challenge is saying what's not been said, but other times it's saying what has been said, but maybe in a different, in a fresh way, mm-hmm. so that it still becomes, you know, still connects yeah. people. But, but you find that a lot with with what you do as well, don't you? Yeah, I, I mean, there's days where I I just think, oh, are there any more songs to be written? There's so many mm-hmm. songs that do say all that you want to say, um, but I think it's yeah, there's still so many colours to paint with oh, and. Um, so that's our job (laughs) and I think when you realise that that is your job it's a really freeing thing Mm. I think for a long time we maybe struggled with that and Mm. oh it's on the side or it's you know something that somebody else is going to do but um, I think when you embrace that as as what you were made to do and open up yourself to that then it's um, that's exciting it's still difficult still doesn't get any easier (laughs) Um, and you still try and walk in accountability with people who you know as a worship writer, I, I send my songs to pastors that I trust and and other people who are who understand my heart, sure. but might not understand, might not think the words I've chosen in this draft of a lyric mm-hmm. actually say what I want to say. So there's a song on the new album called "By Your Spirit," and um, a lot of what we you know we hear in scripture is not by might and it's not by power, it's by my spirit, says the Lord. And I thought, well, that's true, but there's also lots of other things that it's not about, you know. So it's it's not about our pride or our reputation, you know. And, and I went through a whole list of, of some of these things, and, and some of the guys I like hear the songs are going, "Well, I, I know what you mean by that, but maybe it's it's not, you know, it's not the word for this this verse." So, so I think it's good just to have a, as you said, a sort of openness to try and do things new, but also just let other people in on it and go. Does this scan for you, or does this does right, this not right. work? You know, yeah. yeah. You, you are still kind of doing your own little exegesis of the text, though. Yeah. You know, because you're, you're pulling it yeah. apart and you say, okay, this is what it says, but mm-hmm. but this is what it doesn't say. Yeah. You know, and sometimes the message is there. Sometimes the message is what it doesn't say. Yeah. You yeah. Know? There was a, a good quote that you used to to talk about from Matt Redman about the it can't contain the whole truth. What was yeah, it? Yeah, Matt Redman, who's who's a fantastic uh, British uh, writer and worship leader, he said, you know. A song can't contain an untruth. It doesn't need to contain the whole truth. Mm-hmm. So you don't need to write, you know, from from Genesis through Revelation. Right. But you just can't. You can't have a, an untruth. But right. you don't need to have the whole truth, you know. So if you're if you're maybe just looking at one verse of scripture and trying to expand that yeah. and contextualize that, um, there's another song on the album called Forgiveness. And I just I thought, you know, the verse is very simple. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us. Um, and we've been involved in some work with Prison Fellowship in Scotland mm-hmm. and listening to some of these guys' stories of how God had transformed our lives I thought actually confessing it's also facing up to the truth, you know, so if we can face the truth, you know, so it's almost like a play on words if we confess, right. Right. if we can face the truth and if we can look at 
who we actually are without God, then if we confess our need of God, then God's forgiveness is, is there for us. You know, so it's some things are very, very simple. And I, I think our faith is meant to be simple. It's meant to be a childlike expression before God. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And sometimes I lose that. You know, we get caught up in other things that right, right. take us away from that. Yeah. Good stuff. We're going to take another break, and we'll be right back with David and Yvonne. God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is a provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is a husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. The Times Square Church Youth Praise Choir is now accepting applications. The YPC's passion for Jesus is contagious. Up for anything and everything, the Praise Choir is eager to show others the love of God. And singing is only the beginning. If you're between the ages of 14 and 30 and would like to be a part of the YPC, go to tscnyc.org and click Get Involved to apply. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church in New York City. There seems to be so much evil speaking today. It appears to me that people feel free to say things that years ago they would be shunned by the majority of society for even considering these things. It's so easy for you and I to get caught up in this if we're not careful. If you and I are wise, we will pray the prayer that King David of Israel did in Psalm 141. Lord, he said, I cry to you, come to me, hear my voice when I cry. Let my prayer come before you. O oh God, set a watch before my mouth and keep the door of my lips. Do not let my heart do evil, to practice wickedness with those who have left off to do good. Let me not partake with them. It's so important that those of us who have any sensibility towards God learn to be civil in this generation. The only way I know to do that, I have to pray for the strength of God to come into my heart. It's time. To pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org. For the truth we often cling to, and the silence we ignored, for the moment's peace that shattered by the clamor that we hoard. For the thanks so thinly offered And the graces that we grudge For the praise too proud to sing of And the promises of much Recognize and mourn the days That never will return You were made for greater things Than living with regret For the days too often slept through And the nights so awake with dread For the words too harshly spoken And the many left unsaid For the anger that we lavish And the joy we sometimes lose For the wisdom disregarded By the foolish we choose recognize and mourn 
Enjoy, not endure. That was Yvonne. Now, that's from your project. Yep. What prompted that song? Well, <laughs> What a great um, title, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have a really good friend who um, said to me at one point, Yvonne, you know, you need to enjoy life a bit more. You tend to endure it. <laughs> and uh, I wow. think, yeah, good friends are those kind of people who can say that to your face and get yeah. away with it. Yeah. Um, and still be so, friends. Yeah, and still be friends. And so um, I thought, yeah, that's that's so true. Um, but I was sitting, I was writing for this album uh, around Christmas and uh, New Year time. And I was just sitting at the piano and it was, I think it was around, well, we have Hogmanay, New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously really special to us in Scotland, and um, it's often a really, it's a great time. I mean, it's a great time of celebration, but we often find that it's a really sad time as well because people are filled with regret. You know, a mm. lot of people just go out and get drunk and try and forget what has gone on last year, and then think, "Oh, I'm going to be so much better this year. It's going to be a good year." Um, and then you're filled with all those expectations, and then you're disappointed because you let yourself down and. Um, so I think New Year, Hugmanay can be a really difficult time for people um, and for myself. Um, and so I was just, I had all those thoughts going around in my head. Um, and so it's a kind of blessing song mm-hmm. for myself and for those people who feel that um, and a way to try and work through those complicated feelings that we can't necessarily put in a box Um so I think that's that's really where it came from, and it's actually a bit of a mantra now because you know we can, we we find ourselves sometimes you know you, you can like us in New York City this week can't believe we're here for the second time, um, just getting to do these things and getting mm. to be here, and yet sometimes you just you know you start to grumble and you start to see things differently, and you know we we find ourselves actually saying that to each other, you know, enjoy not endure, mm. <laughs> we're here to enjoy the good things, yeah. um, so. Another thing that I love, you know, for all Yvonne's genre of music, I guess, is more singer-songwriter, um, you know, but there's a line in that song that, that I just think is so powerful, and it's such a, you know, such like the voice of God, if you like, because mm-hmm. it's, you were made for greater things than living with regret, and I just think that is such a, yeah. a powerful, that, you know, to me, that I hear that and I hear God speaking that out over people, I don't, I don't hear Yvonne singing it, mm-hmm. although I do, but do you know right, what I mean? Right. It's almost like the heart of the father. And I think sometimes with the art, whether it's music or whatever else it is, part of what it is we're asked to do is just to reveal, you know, mm-hmm. the heart of the father or just to, to show something that maybe people need to see. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we have the privilege with what I do to, to go around the UK and we find ourselves in all sorts of places, whether it's pubs or clubs or prisons or wherever. Theatres. Theatres, um, doing support slots for other artists. So, you know, I'm getting I'm getting that slot to just play and speak something and sing mm-hmm. something. Um, and I can't always do the outright gospel message thing and I, would, I wouldn't want to because I don't believe that's what I'm made to do mm-hmm. um, I think though I can find that little space in that moment to, to say something that is poetic that right. is of God um, and hopefully and, and our testimony is that, that people do come and say to us that song just phew, wow. you know totally spoke to me tonight I have no idea who you are or where you're yeah, from yeah. or what you do but this is awesome. which is just you know again what I love about being able to write a song in a little room in your house and then suddenly you're you're getting to play it somewhere in a different country or a different part of the UK and, and somebody is touched by it. 
I think you, you can never lose the wonder of that, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or hopefully don't lose the wonder of that because it's it's a, an amazing thing. Yeah, and, and you can't manufacture that either. I mean, that. Yeah. I, I think that's quite divine. Yeah. Even, you know, the fact that you can find yourself in these different places. Yeah. And though your heart's intention is to minister to people yeah. as often as possible, but yet God, God uses these little subtle ways to mm. take what you already know how to do yeah. and still minister to somebody who, if they're sitting in the pub in they're Scotland, even, yeah, they have no idea. Yeah. I mean, their intention is not to go to the pub and be ministered to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then to have them walk up to you and say, that song yeah. just really, yeah. you know, because you never really know. I had Pastor William here said this statement and, and I always repeat it you know we got to thank God for the souls we see come mm-hmm. and thank him for the ones we don't see yeah. come That's you right. know because they're always yeah. coming I know. you know and so you don't know if that was a marriage that was saved that night mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know a suicide averted yeah. you know what yeah. I mean or a robbery or you know yeah. somebody just ready to drink themselves into a drunken stupor yeah. uh, you, you just got to believe yeah. that God used that song yeah. for that moment just to tap the, the rudder of one life that affects many lives yeah. you know yeah. Oh, wonderful. Uh, you guys have such an interesting story. I, I don't see kids, though. You got kids in, in this film? No. Yeah, kind of no. hard to do all that traveling with, uh, especially to it New is, York. With, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how people do it. I see people, you know, in the same line of work, and they've maybe got a couple of kids, and uh-huh. they're like, wow, I just don't have the energy for that at the moment. <laughs> but who amazing, knows? We've got an amazing niece. And an amazing two, niece. And two amazing nephews. So. Okay. Who we're just going to meet, we're going to meet Levi for the first time. He yeah. actually lives in West Coast, Canada. Wow. And yeah, is coming so. over to Scotland when we arrive back next week. Oh, and we've got Ali and Ellis as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, we've got... Um, Look at these... You've got other these, people's kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's good being an auntie and uncle. And so, no, no plans... Well, you never uh, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> now, I've been to Scotland, and uh, I've been to Greenock, and lovely, lovely place. I mean, that's probably one of the best trips, mission trips that, that really? we've been on. Yeah. Wow. No, without a doubt. Uh, it was just sweet people, just mm-hmm. a sweet spirit, um, and a real genuine opportunity. When I say genuine uh, opportunity, it, it you know, we, a lot of times we go to places and there are missions conferences or pastors conferences or those types of meetings. And this was this was a conference as well mm-hmm. in Greenock, but it was different because during the day we had a chance to really get out and just talk to people mm-hmm. and get to other churches and minister to people. Mm-hmm. And there was such a hunger there that provoked us, mm-hmm. uh, at least provoked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my my wife and my, my daughter were there. Uh, I think we were. Three, she was three at the time. How old was Lucy? That Lucy was with her, her daughter was there yeah. too, but um, about two or three years old they were, and uh, it was just so so much fun. But it really did provoke us to talk to a lot of the local people and a lot of the local ministers. In your now, you serve in the same church together, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Now, what's your what what what's your capacity in 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 the church there? Well, we. I don't have any. <laughs> oh, so you're not the worship leaders no, and the worship pastors? No, I mean, no. The way things are set up at the moment, because we're sort of traveling. Right. And, I, um, I was wondering, that's why I was asking. I mean, you're yeah. here, you know, is there a team back home taking care of things? But you're not involved in that. We're no. not involved directly in that, no. Um, so I've got to ask you another question then. <laughs> How does it feel when you're in service and you're in church? Now, you've just traveled the world, quote unquote. <laughs> you, you've gone to New York, you've gone to Canada, and you're going to go back home to your home church as an artist. Skilled, traveled, recording artist, uh, writer, comp- composer. I mean, as an artist and you're sitting in the congregation, what do you feel when you're listening? Now, I won't tell 
you know, your, your locals, what you said. But uh, <laughs> what does it feel like to be on the other side? And you are, you can do this. I think, well, I, I think it's really important to be on the other side, first mm-hmm. of all. Um, because I think if I get into my head that it's all about me, then, right. I, then I misunderstand. So yeah. that, that would be my first point. Um, some of the time, you, you know, like everybody else, you're just, you turn up on a Sunday morning and you're just tired. And you go because you know that you, you should go. Mm-hmm. And you know that somebody might say something or there might be something in the worship that that you need to hear. But, you know, like, so we, we came here Sunday morning to Times Square Church, mm-hmm. um, the 10 o'clock service. We weren't early enough, so we, we stood <laughs> stood for a bit before we got a seat. But um, there's always something amazing that happens mm-hmm. in the presence of God. So you can't necessarily know what that is. Um, and I think musically you need to just be able to accept that not everything's always going to be your thing. Right. But the people who are um, getting up to do it, you know, people who are putting in time and effort and energy to rehearse and think through set lists and prepare and to lead the church in worship, you've got to honour these people and just affirm them and encourage them because, you know, we, we all have days where we think it's gone pretty pretty well and other times we've got days when we... We wondered how it, how it was, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think it's important to sort of understand the people on the other side and sort of encourage and, and keep them. You know, we all need that. You yeah, know, yeah. So, but it, it can, you know, it can be tiring. You uh-huh. know. I find it hard. I'm going to be very honest and say I do find it hard. Uh-huh. Um, I think God has given us that opportunity to see a lot of other things and to see. Uh, what he's doing in other places and um, talking about all the colours that we paint with mm-hmm. and so sometimes I find that we come home to grey <laughs> mm-hmm. and and there's not a lot of colour mm-hmm. um, and it's difficult to know um, how to how to help that mm-hmm. or how to step back right. um, so it's difficult sometimes um, but there's a lot of really faithful people as you will have experienced in Greenock sure. in particular um, people who serve faithfully week after week after week and uh, they're in their local communities so and it's also important that you know we find a place within that because it, it can't be all about us because that's that's not what it's about either you right. know so um, I think there's a danger in um, when when you're musicians in particular because it's that upfront thing oh your musicians will come and be the worship leaders mm-hmm. and I think we we would like to be part of something that is where we're just us, we're just accepted for who we are right. as ourselves and can be part of that. Um, you, know. you also have to be fed too. You know, it's a good yeah. opportunity to just sit back yeah. now because you, when you've been pouring out all week, yeah. as you will be, mm-hmm. you know, you want to be able to go back somewhere and sit down and just get poured into, you know, you yeah. get, yeah. get refilled in a sense, yeah. you know. Well, that that's 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 good. No, it's, <laughs> they're laughing. <laughs> You're very careful there with your response, but it's very good because a lot of young artists who who listen to this and whose desire is to want to travel, yeah. you know, they want to go to the next big event in Western Canada or wherever it is, you know, and they want to be a part of the the whole industry thing, and then and forget that sometimes God has just called you to be big in your little circle yeah. if that makes sense mm-hmm. and and sometimes it's just called you to just be in a circle yeah, and just yeah. get fit not be big at all right. yeah and I, th- I think that's you know whether or not we like it or not i think it's important that we're at least accountable and in some kind of circle as you right. say it, it might feel better than others you know from depending on where we are but 
I think if we just cut off from that completely, then that can be unhealthy. Absolutely. You know, so. Absolutely. I think what we have found in the last year, there's been certain acts that we've maybe um, been support for, like there's a band called Iona, who we absolutely love, and we, we managed to do the support for them in quite a few acts, um, quite a few dates. And they were like church to us when we, you know, we were away from home and uh, being around those people and them speaking into our lives, people who'd been further down the road in terms of their own artistry, in terms mm -hmm. of their experience of what they've done. Um, and so that's, we've met a lot of people on the journey, on the way, you mm. know, when we've been away, which has been good and that's been church too. Um, so and I think, yeah, we have been very blessed with certain relationships, as Yvonne said, yeah. you know, because I and I were one of these Christian bands that when I grew up, you know, I used to listen to their stuff and right. their sort of Celtic um, ambient folk, you know, world music, whole kind of different pile of things. And I actually managed to get a couple of guys um, to play on my new album. So Frank um, is a fantastic drummer, but also a great sensitive violin and viola player. Mm -hmm. um, and Martin, the, the piper. Sorry? And a ranger. And a ranger. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. But um, awesome. Martin plays some pipes and whistles. So try to just kind of involve... I guess the community of people were, were part right. of as well. But yeah. Good stuff. We're going to take another break, come back with David and Yvonne, and we're going to talk about Celtic, folk, and the difference. And you're going to tell us about some of the instrumentation that's popular, that's more standard in those styles of music. Uh, because it's not like here in America, when the Hammond organ and the piano are, you know, <laughs> are big, big elements there. So we'll be right back in a moment. heard the title track of One Church, One Voice, <laughs> which when I read about this part, and I read an article about it as well, yeah. uh, and I listened to a few tracks, when I read this, I was just like, this is what I've been looking for. Okay. This, this is it. This is yeah. authentic Scottish, yeah. can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> Christian music. I mean, it's the real deal. It's yeah. not It's not Hillsong flipped over. It's not mm. New York City with a Scottish vibe. You know, mm. it's not Western culture with something Scottish in it. It's, it's the real mm. deal. Yeah, well, that, the song was written by a good friend of ours, a guy called Paul Robertson, who's a doctor in Glasgow. And um, the first time I heard the song, 
I just thought that that does something for me, you mm-hmm. know. And the weird thing was our our families have been friends for years and years. So his his mum met my mum in a maternity ward <laughs> in nineteen seventy seven because our brothers were both born like a couple of days apart. And then so we hadn't seen each other for decades. And then Yvonne's really good friends with Paul's sister. Oh. He said, oh, my, my brother's writing some worship songs. You might want to hear them. Well, he'd been studying at the uh, the Bible College in Glasgow as well. Wow. So, but his his church in Glasgow was basically building a new church building and mm-hmm. there was a lot of upheaval, a lot of different things happening. And he just felt he wanted just to write something very simple, but just with this repeated one church, one voice, mm-hmm. you know, just this repeated um, line that just reminds us what it is, you know, we come to worship, you know, as different people, you know, and just a chorus that just declares great as the Lord. It's something very, very simple, or great as our God, I think mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that song was written by a guy in Glasgow, sung by a friend, Jane McDowell, who's in Edinburgh, so over on the east side of the country. And just, um, yeah, just, I think it's 12 8, and it's got a sort of bit of a, almost a sort of Celtic stroke. Uh-huh. Don't know. I love it. Oh, <laughs> world groove, you know, it's, yeah. it's just different. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I think what we what we sort of tried to do was just kind of write stuff and see what came out. We didn't mm-hmm. necessarily want to try and write to our formula, right, mm-hmm. yeah. or to a particular sound, because I think there is there are those cliches that you can fall into with sure, sure. with sound. You know, let's just Absolutely. stick some bagpipes on and we'll be the authentic yeah, sound yeah. of Scotland. <laughs> you know, that's not going to. Yeah, that would it. be like us doing yeah, a Scottish well, show. Yeah, I'd like to hear a, that. Bag, bag, well, we, had, in there, yeah. we had a conference back a few years ago, and Brian Dirksen, um, Canadian worship leader. Um, who I'm very, very fond of. Um, he just came across and he was talking to a group of worship writers and um, just, you know, what, what is the sound of Scotland? What is it? What's it like? You know, and just trying to make people think and make people, um, if you like, just challenging them to be creative and get, you know, empowering them just to say, you know, you guys can do it. It's not wrong. You right. know, just just take a step. And right. So that, that's what we tried to do. And, and there's there's a load of other great writers and, and really faithful mm-hmm. artists back home and you know we didn't write with the whole country but we sure. we had 11 songs in the project um, with 9 different writers or co-writers and I think spanned something like 5 different denominations mm-hmm. so we, we tried just to make it more a body thing rather than right, a, a right. narrow sort of How wonderful. And it's unit. under the name Satellite Yeah well I just felt like it was a sort of overview and connecting things and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's a sort of ongoing process, if you like, because people's schedules can be really sure. free or really busy, you know. So, But we try and get together and even just bring a song and get a bit of critique on mm-hmm. that and people who know us and understand us or maybe just co-write songs together. And, right, right. Um, I think even singing in your own in your own voice as well. I think that's really important. Something, I suppose, which, um, which happens a lot is that even in in the UK, in Scotland in particular, you hear a lot of worship leaders singing with an American accent. Yes, and it's, yes. there's nothing wrong with that. But that, right. it's, I mean, I grew up with that too. When you listen to the radio, it was American voices that you heard. Mm-hmm. That was what you imitated. But I think there's something quite freeing about singing, with, even in your own accent, to sure. a hmm. particular point. Yeah, I mean, you, because you the do words are hold different. The culture, though, right? Yeah. You know, don't mm-hmm. you lose some of the culture when you adapt to? You know the American way of doing things. Yeah. I'm just using America. That's because that's, that's right. where we are. Yeah. But and there are certain words that, that we would use that you might not use. Right, right. And yeah, there's certain instrumentation that I think appeals to the deep places in us. Absolutely. That there's not the same 
over here. Um, no, let's talk about the instrumentation because you hit on it just there, <laughs> just now. You know, the the guitar, piano, those are like universal yeah. instruments. You know, everybody uses it in, in 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 their music. But there's some instruments that are authentic to the uh, Scottish way, and and so so what are they? Because because I hear them throughout this project, they're uh-huh. sprinkled in. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. That- well, there's there's different types of stringed instruments in there. There's like, um, well, there's one church, one voice. I think there's a bit of mandolin in there, and mm-hmm. there's, you know, so again, that's not necessarily. Is there bazooki in there as well? There might not be bazooki in that track, but um, certainly, yeah. I mean, sometimes just taking like a a stringed instrument and tuning it to sort of open fifth, you know, and uh-huh. just mm-hmm. having almost like that sort of drone, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of drone kind of instrumentation. I think the the detuning of things can uh-huh. open up. The, the harmony so that it does feel a lot more Celtic-y if you right. want to use that expression I think yes, that's probably so if you just what take you're a, a standard guitar and just you know we play a lot of acoustic guitar things mm-hmm. even if you just put it into like dad gad tuning or, or something alternative yeah, you just to tune it, it differently yeah, yeah. You just tune it differently and you can then find different chord shapes and mm-hmm. it's maybe got like a low D ringing out or whatever right, you know yeah. and um, We've got like my album Faithful that we did last year. We had some clarsach on it, which a clarsach Klars- mm-hmm. is like a small Scottish harp. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it's a beautiful, beautiful instrument. Gorgeous. You have to spell um, it because we're going to look it up and put it on the website. C L A R S A C H. And yeah, we just had a friend who played that, and so she came in and she just played on I think three or four of the other tracks on my album. And it's just such a beautiful sound. Right, um, right. Sometimes, I guess, over here as well, you get, you know, there are instruments between Scotland and Ireland that are maybe similar, mm. sort of low whistles or, or whatever, you know. And the, or the Yulian pipes. Yeah. Mm. You know, um, so it's trying to just fuse that. I, like I said earlier, I play a little, there's a bit of accordion, so sometimes just that. Right. Yeah, the accordion helps. sometimes. It's a really interesting instrument because I think people are... Um, like what is that? What is that sound? I don't know what that is, but it's, and we often talk about it as being like the glue, um, because yeah. it is. I suppose it's like a keyboard instrument, but it's that glue sound that just fills in that that yeah. area that you're maybe not hearing a particular sound before. But even if you just look at that instrument, I mean that that would be all over the world in different places. You yeah. know, so you'd have your French accordion or your sort of Canadian, not Canadian, your Cajun type. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're a French Canadian. You know, so you could have, if you like, the same instrument. You know, I could sit at a piano and Yvonne could sit at a piano. And we would both play very differently to how you play at the piano, mm-hmm. you know, or Hammond organ, you know. And if you like, it's our personalities and our influences that, I guess, just come out in different things. Yeah. I think know? there's quite a lot of the, the whole pentatonic scale as well with, uh-huh. with your Scottish-Irish music. And I think with the One Church, One Voice album, there's probably quite a few songs on there that, that hit on that scale uh, or that kind of... Yeah, okay. that is quite, again, that's a Celtic sound, I think, that people probably think, oh... I know that is Celtic, but I'm not sure what it is I'm hearing. It's just those five notes that right. you're using again rather than the blues scale or the, you know, more gospel sound. Right. Um, when you, and when you think open. about some of the more popular standards, you know, Christian standards, some of the hymns, you know, Amazing Grace, yeah, uh, exactly. uh, uh, you know, some of these other ones, that pentatonic yeah. scale is like, yep. they're, they're based on that scale, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. how, how awesome. I, you know, what I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm imagining in my mind it's going a thousand miles a minute. Jesse's going to hear about it later. Uh, <laughs> the next choir project that is like a Celtic New York thing oh, happening, yeah. you know, which would just Absolutely. be. But, you know, you're talking about one voice, one church. I mean, aren't mm. we? I mean, isn't that what happened in 2010 when we were in Scotland? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was the same thing yeah. in a sense. Um, but now we're talking. A, a, a genuine effort to bringing those two together. Yeah. Well, we 
we were walking around, you know, around this block, I guess, three years ago, and I was saying to Vaughan, would it not be amazing if we could bring out some guys from here and, you know, get Greg in the choir involved in some stuff, you know, and just... Yeah, you were there's, a, there's a very, very um, big festival in Glasgow um, called Celtic Connections. It usually happens every every January mm-hmm. um, in Lake artists from all over the world just bringing music to Scotland mm-hmm. um, and one of the the most popular things is a transatlantic sessions where they bring usually folk artists but mm-hmm. guys from Scotland or Ireland mm-hmm. and bring American folk across and th- there is something really quite dynamically interesting mm-hmm. and very exciting you know when you just fuse cultures so you've got you know in, in that in that case you've got like maybe a, um, something that's that's united but you've got different expressions right. And I, I guess, and I don't know what heaven will be like, but I guess we'll have a whole lot of folk instruments and a whole lot it's of. It's probably yeah. Spanish or. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Jamaican. We'll be singing in Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> but there'll be so many different colours. And as Yvonne said earlier, you know, we we just love to paint with different colours when we can. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, like anything, there's always, you know, there's always room to for it to grow in a different way as well. So. We would never want to say that it's a definitive. Absolutely, a definitive mm. it's funny because for for all that I was born and brought up in the west of Scotland and and Peely Wally Scott, you know, I when I walked up into Times Square on Sunday morning and and heard the sound, there's just something inside of me that's mm. like, wow, you know, there that I respond to that, mm-hmm. whether it's the spirit of God working through the sure. music, but but the particular the the black gospel sound for me, there's mm-hmm. a re- real connection there. Mm-hmm. There's something that that. Um, yeah, I can't quite explain it, but it it brings life to me, mm-hmm. um, and and yet there's so little connection cult- culturally. Culturally, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. there must be, there must be Absolutely. connection. So yeah. it would be very exciting to explore that. But I guess, I guess <laughs> a place like Times Square, you know, you have the sign out in the front talking about over 100 nationalities. Right. So that even the ministry of this church, you know, you you're obviously based in New York City, but you have so many different people f- with different stories from from all over the the world. You know, mm-hmm. so. That's your one church, one voice, just right here on, on these mm. blocks, you know. Yeah. But it's um, it's really exciting because I think when when we decide that we're going to just lift our eyes and look slightly differently, you know, and just take the blinkers off a bit, you know, right. just have a bigger capacity to dream, then you sometimes just get a, a thing that you didn't expect, sure. you know. So. Sure. Yeah, we can all all have our way of doing things and get so used to doing oh, it that yeah. way. Yep. Uh, but I just really do believe that if God is as big as we say he is and that he's creator of everything and everyone, uh, then he has to have desired for mm. us to connect uh, in ways perhaps that we haven't thought of uh, outside of our regular way of doing things. And we can get so pigeonholed into just doing yeah. and what we've always done, you know, and, and, and God's honored in it, you know, and there's a you know, select, if you will, group of people that will be blessed by it, that God has preordained to be blessed by it. Mm. Um, but there's nothing like crossing the water oh, yeah. and yeah. Uh, just connecting with brothers and sisters who love God just as much as we do, or or, or more. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I loved the simplicity of life in Scotland. Yeah. Mm. I, I did. You know, mm. uh, I loved the fact that I was in a European country. And uh, I was able to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple of restaurants there. We ate well. <laughs> we have food. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But, but the worship TV. was was great. It was yeah. authentic. You know. And uh-huh. then at the end, I don't know if you remember that meeting, but at the end we did that Scottish song yeah. that we do. Uh, yeah, Lang Syne. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was the guy sitting at the back of the hall, and then uh, Pastor Fraser came and asked me if I could play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's like, I was like, oh, I'll need to ask Greg if I can play his piano. 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Awesome. Let's talk a little bit more about satellite because satellite mm-hmm. is, uh, I think, the epitome of crossing the lines, mm-hmm. if you will, crossing the barriers or knocking down the barriers. Mm-hmm. You, you, this project was, uh, there were several writers involved. You mm-hmm. went multi-denominational on this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had different styles uh, yeah. uh, of music and musicians mm-hmm. and writers. I mean, what was the, you know, the, the, the motive? What moved you? What prompted you to do this? Well, I guess, I guess like we said earlier, we didn't really feel that the Scottish Church was using a lot of Scottish songs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there might be good reasons for that. Maybe they just weren't good enough. Um, so it's it's maybe not so much a spiritual reason as uh-huh. just a, a practical reason, you know. Um, but yeah, just to sort of try and at least resource the church or to start to resource the Scottish Church with mm-hmm. songs that are written from, um, from Scottish writers to bring people together. Um, like I said earlier, we... We often, as artists, are very insecure. Um, so to gather in the one room and just to feel like we're all with each other, we're for each other, but we check the egos at the door and we just, you know, we, we just come as vulnerable people. They, they just are sort of united and just trying to worship God. And, and so, yeah, it's just a sort of starting place to try and gather community and then to build from that. And we we enjoyed it. I mean, like, like anything you involve, the more people you involve the more you realise how many different opinions yeah. there mm-hmm. are. Sure, and you're sure. like, okay, so not everybody thinks that my opinions are right. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not all my ideas are good. I thought they were good, but maybe other people have got better ideas. So so we all grow in that and we all go, okay, right, we'll, we'll do that. Um, yeah, I think it was a learning curve for quite a lot of people because mm-hmm. these were writers who perhaps hadn't even recorded anything before or had gone through a critique process before. Mm-hmm. So for some people it was a real starting block, a real beginning of, okay, I can do this, Um, which was nice because it's been nice to see now, for example, Paul, who wrote One Church, One Voice, to to be encouraged by that and, okay, I've got something that I can do here. Whereas Mm -hmm. he might have just thought, well, you know, it's just a thing on the side. It's not going to mean anything. But actually, his songwriting is something that he should be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, that's great. But what we tried to do was get a batch of songs together and then take them to like a, a sort of selection committee, if you like. So we got some pastors and some of the people we trusted and sort of gave them the songs mm-hmm. and said, right, can you help us get a, a playlist of what this album should be? Right. Um, and there were some songs that were touch and go, mm-hmm. you know, and I kind of thought, well, I'd rather, I'd rather take a risk on the person mm-hmm. because I believe this person is a good person. They right. might not think the way I think on everything, but that's maybe good, right. <laughs> you know, and try to see the, the person behind the, the song, you know, because... Like you said earlier, we all hear a whole lot of songs all the time, um, but a lot of the time there's been heart and energy and sacrifice, even just writing two verses in a chorus to bring mm-hmm. to somebody. And sure. um, I think you know, I'd be the first to admit I'm often fairly insecure. So if I if I like you hear one of my songs, I desperately want you to like it, mm-hmm. you know. And if you go, it's it's okay, but I don't feel it's too good, mm-hmm. you know. You either grow through that, or, or you just go. I'm never going to bother never writing something again. again. Yeah. So yeah. I think we need to man up and sort of go right. Okay, I want to be a better writer, so I need to take criticism. Right. Um, but we, you know, within that we sort of build. And Yvonne is is my best friend. She's my wife, but she's also my my biggest critic because, in the best possible sense, because mm-hmm. you know, I can I can bring something to her and she'll go. Not so much, you know. Mm, I don't awesome. think I don't think it's quite there yet, you know. Yeah, and, 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 and it doesn't vice versa. break you apart, though, right? <laughs> no, it, does, it doesn't. It just and I think um, what's what's good for me is when I I think I've maybe just got something that's not quite there yet, and she goes, "Oh no, that's that works. That that does something for me, you know." And 
And um, I think the, the the same happened with satellite because the group of people who were writing, again, it became a catalyst for people to uh, bounce off each other and different mm-hmm. ideas and and be part of something bigger than just themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these are many many of these songs are probably songs that otherwise would just be sitting on a shelf or That's in somebody's right. garage yeah, or whatever. Yeah, or just in a piece of paper that got thrown yeah. in the bin. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, you right. Know? Now, when you're working with this many people, you're working with schedules and, and, mm. and differences of opinions and et cetera and different styles and all. Did you, was this the type of project where you got together in a room and did this critiquing and writing or did you take advantage of the technology and do some <laughs> online uh, collaboration? We, um, yeah, we probably did a bit. We didn't actually do any online collaboration on this project, but it's something that we, you know, would like to do in the mm-hmm. future. Um, by and large, it was a case of people sort of doing their own thing and then submitting it. Um, right. But yeah, we, we, sort of, we sort of tried to just give people a bit of a bit of scope, but also just we wanted the whole project to hang together and have a bit of a focus rather than it being pulling in ten different directions as well. So we worked with a couple of producers that Yvonne and I have worked with over. Previous projects, Graham Duffin and Sandy Jones, um, who are great guys, guys we trust. And I think when you've got the songs, you then want to have other people bring their their skills to the arrangements and to. Mm-hmm. Um, but by and large, the writers were really good. Just you know, they're really trusting. They were saying, "Okay, I could have not had a song on this project. I've got a song, so I trust you to to run with it and to right. make it." Right. What and what was interesting, um, you you got a. Contact from DC was it from DC originally or? Yeah, was it? Um, no, it was it was West Coast. Okay, sorry. California. Uh, but it was some folks who wanted to run an event in DC uh-huh. called One Church One Voice, uh-huh. and yeah. they got in touch because they'd obviously googled and seen the right. the name of the album. So we ended up having this um, contact, and um, they ran their event, and they took a whole bunch of CDs to yeah. sell and use the song. Um, which was brilliant. We've we've sung the songs in cities in Scotland and in London at a big women's mm. conference as well, and they've been in the Songs of Fellowship. Book yeah, as just well. sort of a big songbook in the mm-hmm. UK. But a lot of it's just trying to to do your bit and just like we said earlier, you don't really know what's on the other side. But right. it's almost like just trying to hear the whisper of God saying, "Right, this is a good thing to do," mm-hmm. and just start start the ball rolling and right. just see where it ends up. Right. Um, so you've got this one church, one voice. You've got all of the other projects. You've done some projects. She's mm-hmm. done some projects. What is it that you really want to accomplish at the end of all this? Or maybe you don't see the end on this <laughs> side, but at the, you know, should the end be tomorrow? God forbid. <laughs> what is it that you want to be able to walk away or leave this planet saying that this was accomplished <laughs> through this music? Well, Could you ask her as a bigger question? <laughs> That's a big question. Well, I guess... I guess coming back to some of the stuff we said earlier on, you know, you're you're constantly trying to figure out what your role is in life. You know, I'm am I a well, I'm you know, I'm a husband, I'm a, I'm a son, I'm a brother, I'm a co-worker, um, but I'm a child of the father. You know, so if I if I learn what it is to follow God, then that is probably more important than what all my songs sound like. You know, I, I guess as a writer, you always want to be able to create or to write a song of substance that means something to somebody, you know, so hopefully our songs will live on after, you know, long after we've gone, but um, I guess there's always a danger that if you're only defined by your music and by your songs, then, you know, you you maybe miss something about what it is to love God and love others Mm -hmm. because you're too busy trying to love your own art and love your own ego. So so I think I was talking to friends last night and if I can 
if I can learn what it is to love God and love others, then I've achieved a huge amount in life, you know, mm. and um, very, very simple sentiment, but very, very difficult just yeah, to, to put that into practice. Don't forget to make music and write songs along the way, then yeah. That's, yeah. that's great. Yeah. And enjoy, not <laughs> just enjoy, endure. Enjoy, <laughs> absolutely. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's going to stick with me. I'm probably going to write the remix or something. <laughs> I love it. David, Yvonne, absolute pleasure Thank you to so have much. you guys with us. Uh, normally, we don't let anybody leave without doing something live. Yeah, and I know you didn't bring any instruments, but uh, there's a piano behind you. We've got guitars around here. Uh, I didn't bring an accordion, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> but I would love for you guys to send us out with a song. Okay. <laughs> and while you're thinking about what it is, I want to plug. You can find more of Yvonne's music at Yvonne on Music. Is that right? Yvonne Lyon. Yvonne Lyon. I'm sorry. I'm looking at it and it's like, yeah. Yvonne Lyon. Lyon is L-Y-O-N. Music.com. And of course, more of David's music, davidlyonmusic.com. And uh, check out online, look up One Church, One Voice. You can find that project. Yeah, or just satelliteworship.com. Or satelliteworship.com. Amen. You can find more about that project. And I think there need to be more satellite projects like that. We're oh. planning more stuff. I mean, yeah, everything's yeah. on iTunes as well. And well, we want to be a part yeah. of that. We want to find out how we can come along and mm. undergird that the uh, that project. So, think about New York City when you do the next project. We will. <laughs> okay, so this song, um, David wrote. He wrote the music initially for this song for his his wee sister to go down the aisle to her wedding, which I think you were in, perhaps in the Elam Church in Greenock, Greg. Yeah. And um, so that was the church she was married in, and we played the music for her her wedding and then you wrote the the lyrics for it and it's very much the sentiment of what we were talking about earlier just about you know we can write these songs we can sing these songs we can worship you know till our heart's content but if if we don't love uh, if we don't love God and love others then then what do we have so it's a real um, retelling of first Corinthians 13 it's called if I don't have love one two three two two three
Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time here on TSC Music with a Mission. Take joy, my King, in what you hear and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because Music with a Mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet. And don't forget to use the hashtag MWM Podcast. Watch and share videos on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TSC Music TV. And of course, you can always email us at music at timescorechurch.org or visit the website tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Jungbin Kim, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Be sure to join us again next week for another edition of Music with a Mission.